What is up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of The Cut. I am your host, Christian Williams, and I am here with Randy Hall. Randy, how are you, dude? Doing pretty good. <laughs> Didn't have to rush home from work tonight. Sad and good, so uh, <laughs> just really happy to actually do this on time. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, this is a lot better. I feel like my intro was a little better because I wasn't like, uh, what the fuck do I do with my hands? I don't know what to do. <laughs> That's literally what I do when I'm on here alone. Um, That's fair. And I meant to say, you know, it still wasn't a perfect intro because I meant to say we are a member of the Cut Podcast Network um, because the Coach Approach, well, we're like the founding member, of course, but uh, but the Coach Approach debuts this Wednesday at 8.30 p.m., guys. Uh, very, very excited. They did a test show. I got to watch it. You guys are really going to enjoy that show. It's going to be up on all the, the podcast feed as well. And so uh, very, very excited for for Coach Bruce and Coach Pape to uh, take over that show and bring some really good content this season. Randy, are you pumped as well? Oh, I'm, I'm very excited. I wasn't able because of work to get in on the test show, unfortunately. So I'm actually really excited for Wednesday to get my first taste yeah. of the coach approach. Yeah, and and – they, they might have a special guest. Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything, but uh, all right. Um, their job. <laughs> yes, uh, we will have more shows debuting here soon. I've been in talks with a couple of our podcasters. We're very excited for all of this. We're, we're trying to bring you as much content and as, as good of content as we can, uh, which leads into my next point. Keep an eye on the website, thecutffb.com. We will have cheat sheets and rankings, and, and we're going through a, a little bit of another website overhaul. So, uh, very excited to bring you guys weekly rankings again this year. I, I created something that makes it easier for us to do it on our end. So uh, very excited for the season to start. And the reason that we are here tonight is because football is back this week. Uh, we will be recording. Uh, we yeah, I don't think – are we going live, Randy? Are we determined? No, 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 no. Okay. We're, we'll be we're recording not. during the Hall of Fame game, but the Hall of Fame game is this Thursday, and I – couldn't be more ecstatic i'm currently i've got inside training camp live on nfl network just playing on repeat right now it's a good time i'm so excited um oh look at this guy what's up sean um <laughs> sean you're gonna be also doing rankings uh surprise um but we will be back up to two episodes per week now that august is hit and we are excited about that as well yes. randy am i forgetting anything I don't believe so, but it, with as much stuff as we've had going on lately, uh, we probably are. Uh, but yeah, uh, <laughs> yes, uh, Sean yeah, is. <laughs> Sean Sean knows he's doing rankings. Surprise! Now, but... I agreed already. <laughs> That's what I was confused to. Yes. Um, and if you guys are joining us, be like Sean and drop a comment. Interact with us. The the Mondays are going to be our live shows. Thursdays we will record and then just drop that as the podcast form. So. Uh, with a few exceptions here and there, I'm sure. But Mondays are when you can come in here, hop in the comments, and tell us why we suck. Uh, that is not an invite, Sean. You stop that. Uh, uh, all right, guys. We are here to talk through a lot of different things. Uh, the Hall of Fame game. We're also doing a one-quarterback mock draft. But first, we want to get to some, some league news. But even before that, we have to kick to our main sponsor, BetterHelp. This episode of the Cut Podcast Network is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? I've been there. Whether it's frustrations with your job, your social situation, or something else, life can be challenging. 
BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating within 48 hours. It's not a crisis line, and it's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 15,000-plus counselor network, which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit BetterHelp.com slash The Cut, that's Better H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Special offer for The Cut Podcast Network listeners. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash The Cut. And thank you again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. They will be the main main sponsor of all of our podcasts, and we're very, very excited uh, to be sponsored by them in the current state of things. Um, but because that, that ad is very long, we are going to get right into the league news. So uh, obviously we all knew, uh, we have all seen the Carson Wentz news uh, and Randy put it in the dock and I, I literally just cracked up. He put in here, Wentz is out zero to eight games. And that was the report today. He's out five to 12 weeks. And we don't know what that number might be. If, if recovery goes poorly, it's gonna. He's not coming back until November. If it goes well, he could start week one. Randy, what do you make of that? Do you think they're gonna bring in a veteran when all is said and done? Uh, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna take the week and a half to assess uh, the recovery from the injury, and obviously the surgery lets them know exactly how bad everything was in the foot. Uh, so they should know with more clarity within a week and a half, and probably a week and a half, a lot more clarity on Eason as well. I think with the heavy rushing offense, the average defense, and the good line, they probably should be able to at least play passable games with Eason. So I I, I don't see them overpaying to bring in a veteran. I don't really think there's like a, a top-end veteran in free agency. So for them to trade for like Jimmy G, which is the the overwhelming like popular one, or Nick Foles, same thing to eat in that much cap for possibly two games, possibly no games, possibly eight games is quite risky for the next two weeks to call. Yeah. So no, I, I would say no, but that's because with when it's like five to 12 weeks with an injury, I'm usually like, okay, so he's going to miss four games. Like just cut right. it in half, figure it out from there. Do you think they regret not going harder at uh, Jacoby Brissett? Probably. Um, just because it was a guy that easily ran the system and actually played really well. So I'm sure they do, but you can't foresee these kind of injuries. They drafted another young quarterback that they liked as well. So maybe they were hoping between Eason and Ellinger that one would be good enough as the backup. But I think they were hoping that at like, like week 15 in a, in a end of the game kind of situation <laughs> not week one. Yeah. Yeah. It will be interesting. I mean, they've, they've said that it's Eason's job, but he's got to go win it. So I think Ellinger is going to challenge him. And it, if one of them steps up, I mean, I, I'm betting on Eason because I think Eason's by far the better quarterback. Uh, but it, it'll be interesting to watch. It's close. 
between yeah. the two. Yeah, they're both they both have their limitations. But uh, the next item, uh, Tua, man, the the Tua hype train is about to take off, and the reason it's about to take off is because this kid is just showing out in camp. Um, and I know it's training camp hype, and I I understand that everyone's supposed to look good in training camp, but with Tua you don't need to take it with a grain of salt because he already had doubters. He already had people that said that he was a bust. And so it's really, really good, especially when most of his top options have been out to see him slinging the ball. And the thing is, is he's not just throwing short routes or or quick slants. He's throwing the ball deep. They're letting him run the offense. Randy, I guess, do you expect that to, to be a mainstay? Do you think he continues that in the regular season? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think we expected a, a solid offense, uh, but to is a spread around type quarterback. Um, he's going to have some insane stat line. I don't think ever, except maybe like one game a season kind of thing. So that's why he's always going to be in that like, uh, high mid to back end QB one discussion, obviously top end QB two discussion. So I don't expect anything better than that, but a lot of people thought he would be like a back end QB two going into this year. And that yeah. was just obviously not going to be the case. If you, yeah. if you've watched to a play when healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I've got him, I think at like QB 15 or 16 in dynasty. So I'm still a little cautious, but I, I think we're going to see a good year out of Tua. Uh, really quickly. Quadri Allison is looking like the, the split back in Atlanta. He's looking like the clear RB two. Uh, do you think there's a chance he gets uh, quite a bit more work than people are projecting, Randy? Yeah, um, but like with a quite a bit, like I think he gets over like slightly over 100 carries, uh, yeah. a little bit of passing work, possibly goal line work at times too. Uh, Mike Davis is really like he's had one season of a decent amount of touches. Like the people that are expecting like the over like 300 350 touches I, it's possible by every means obviously it's just it's one of those where you'd rather him still get like 250 because yeah. then he probably won't get hurt <laughs> yeah no i hear you um i'm i'm big into quadrialis and i got into an argument on twitter yesterday i, I said he, he's pretty good uh he actually shows pretty quick feet for a dude that big and um, yeah. he, he actually fits the Arthur Smith system probably as well as Mike Davis, even if he's probably not as good as Mike Davis, but an injury to Mike Davis, I yeah. think Allison is like a pretty good handcuff to have. Yeah. It, it, it was a question between him and like Hawkins before this. It's yeah. clearly Allison now. Um, so yeah, for sure. Uh, next item, Matthew Stafford, the, the news came out about an hour and a half, two hours ago that Matthew Stafford left practice today with a thumb injury. Uh, it seems as though he just hit his thumb on a helmet. Matthew Stafford's done this about a million times in his career. So uh, yeah. I, I don't think it's anything to worry about. I know McVay was a little uh, ambiguous, I guess, about how what the outlook would be, but they might just hold him out of practice, right? I mean, that seems like the likely... Yeah, I would say Rapp. worst case, he doesn't play at all week one of preseason. That'd yeah. be. Shoot. I mean, does Matthew Stafford, he probably does need to play because of he should, receivers. I, I would assume, because it was, it's been forever. So it was what? Game three was the actual preseason game, usually, of the preseason. Yeah. 
game yeah. two was kind of like half of an actual game. So like yeah. starters, I'm talking obviously. Game one was always like a drive and a half, maybe a quarter. And then maybe. game four is like no starters. So obviously yeah. you get rid of game four now. Yeah. Or game one, however you look at it. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. he really always, was only going to play like a, a driver, a quarter at max anyway. So worst case, he, he just doesn't get that. I still think he plays in the preseason. It's it's a new it's an older quarterback, obviously, but it's a new team. He should play yeah, a little, for sure. Um, all right, and then the last item that we're going to talk about is a couple of quarterback battles: the Denver quarterback battle and the Saints quarterback battle. And the reason we're talking about it is because no one has taken a clear lead. Uh, the reports are that Jameis Winston has been dynamite, but Taysom Hill's looked pretty good as well. And then in Denver, uh, Drew Lock is one. I would say three out of the four days uh, that I've yeah. I've read up on, but Teddy's maintaining it and he won today. Uh, if if we're keeping score, so uh, do you? Are you changing your mind about anything here? Do you still think that Jameis and Drew Locke start? Yes. Um, the the concerns with Bridgewater is he's just too safe. If they want to do that, just because they have a good defense and probably a good running game. I get it, but she, you can make Locke play safe and still have explosive plays because of him. Um, the reports at camp are the defense just keeps picking off Bridgewater because they know he's just throwing fucking checkdowns. So they're yeah. not even caring about the deep ball. They're, they're single covering deep balls and just jumping every passing lane possible in the short intermediate. If the, their defense is already doing that, everyone already knows that that's what's going to happen uh, yeah. around the league. Uh, and with the Saints, it's it's really it's if they don't believe in the receivers at all, they may go Taysom. Uh, if they want to see if Jameis could be the quarterback of the future, they go Jameis. It's the same. It's kind of like a safe argument as well. But without Michael Thomas, I don't think Taysom does as well as he even did last year. And that's no. saying something. He's going to face ultra stack boxes. <sighs> Taysom is not a quarterback. I'm so I'm I'm honestly. I'm ready to not talk about this guy. I can't wait until he's not on the Saints so that well, he's, he's not like, really in the league. He's like 30, isn't he? We only got to wait like a year or so before he retires, so it's fine. I know. Uh, it, uh, so I will say that when I say Jameis has been dynamite, there were three straight days where he didn't have an incompletion. A ball did not touch the ground outside of when there was defensive pass interference. So – Jameis, LASIK Jameis might be a real thing. Like the dude might you, actually be accurate. If you just look how Jameis has carried himself since he's left Tampa, like obviously without playing on the field, without knowing him as a person or anything like that, seeing him in everyday life, if you just look at his transformation of his body, uh, how he's not speaking out at media or anything, he's just focused. You can tell he's matured in that aspect, at least. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know about he steals crab legs or anything like that still but that sounds <laughs> yeah. like a broke college kid to me uh <laughs> yeah yeah so. not so much uh a rich quarterback that got paid on his first nfl contract yes uh not so much on his last two but uh Fair i enough. still expect the same randy i, I agree that Jameis and drew lock should start uh and i'm hopeful i i really want to see what Jameis I, has and i really want to see it with shitty receivers in my opinion if either of those teams want to have a shot to really challenge for wild card spots, not even the their division leads, yeah. those two have to be the quarterbacks. Yeah, no, I agree. All right, 
That is the end of our league news segment. Uh, we'll probably bring you this uh, as preseason goes on. I mean, as there's news. Yes, <laughs> as there's news. That's the best way we could say that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But let's get right into the Hall of Fame game preview. We have three questions, very, very similar. Uh, I'm I'm noticing a theme of of our show recently. Uh, three questions. We love we love the number three. Uh, so the Can't Dallas Cowboys. That, so. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, Dallas Cowboys are playing at the Pittsburgh Steelers, but of course we know this game is in Canton at uh, the Hall of Fame game stadium. I don't know the name of it off the top of my head. Uh, that's embarrassing. Um, <laughs> but the Steelers are one point favorites, a thirty-three and a half point over under. Uh, if you're betting on this, you, you I, I'm not gonna despair you, but also you might have a club and you might want to talk to someone because uh, that leads into the next question: How much of the two starting quarterbacks do we expect to see? Um, and then the other two questions: What do you make of, of preseason games in general? Uh, can you take anything from them? Uh, meaning, like, what are you watching for, Andy? And then. Do we expect to extend run for this new Dallas defense? Uh, they ob- obviously add a lot to that room. So, kind of, what is our expectation for that? Let's go back to the first question. How much of the quarterbacks do we expect to see in this week one game? Oh, like none. I mean, obviously, Dak has the, the, the shoulder injury, I believe, right? Uh, so, he's he's out, I'm sure. Um, and maybe like a drive from Big Ben just out of like respect for the, the Hall of Fame game as it is. But it's a game that people just don't want to play in, like the starters for the most part, over the last few years, especially since I think it was like five or six, maybe even eight years ago or something like that, where they had the, the, the debacle with the field being just atrocious. Um, I think they're going to limit the starters, uh, like young guys, exciting guys that we want to see definitely out there. Uh, but the, the stalwart quarterbacks, I I don't know. I think we're going to see a lot of Haskins and Rudolph and Gabbert. That sounds mm-hmm. right. <laughs> I don't even think so. I don't know. I I actually don't know who the Cowboys uh, backup is right now. But I'm with you. Uh, if I think back to previous Hall of Fame games, I don't even think that the starting quarterbacks get a drive. They pretty much come street pose and they watch and they enjoy their their trip to Canton. Um, Big Ben might not be his last trip to Canton. So uh, I don't know how much he needs, needs to enjoy it. Same thing with Dak, really. But uh, I don't think we're going to see much of the starting units, especially on offense. Um, but let's kick down to the third question. Do you expect that the Dallas defense is going to be on the field a little bit? I think it would have to, but guys like maybe like Leighton, uh, Van Rush is not a lot. I think they're going to try and fight to keep him healthy. Um, I, I, It's a weird it's a weird defense for me because obviously with how they picked they have to almost transition their defense kind of because they picked like a rush linebacker that also is going to play Mike, but then they picked a cover will linebacker later, but they already have a rush linebacker that plays like will and Sam. And then they already have like a middle linebacker. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a stacked room. The D line got more stacked as well. They already have top end like edge rushers, even if they are not the greatest people. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the secondary was the worst part of this team, and I don't think that improved a lot. 
mainly because they were getting sniped uh, with picks, obviously, in the draft. But I expect to see a good amount. Again, it's the, the young guys I think I we get to see a lot of. And it, it's not a game that you see a lot of, like, first-teamers and even a ton of second-teamers. Yeah, because it's early, early. Like it's a, it's almost a, it's like a week and a half before everyone else, so yeah. they don't yeah. like to play a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, and I should mention this game is uh, Thursday. I know I mentioned it at the top of the show, but uh, this game yeah. kicked off. Uh, and Kevin says, "Keep that Dallas defense on the field the whole damn game. Need all the reps <laughs> we can get." Trash You're game. Right. It's facts. I, yeah. I will not talk shit about the Dallas defense. As a Raiders fan, I have no room to ever talk in my life. So, <laughs> uh, I agree with you, but also, uh, yeah, I mean, they yeah, they definitely weren't good, and I, I would say they improved. It's just not where they sh- needed to the most. That's the only yeah. crap part. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and then back to the second question, Randy. So, uh, the the kind of overall uh, overarching mindset going into preseason games how do you look at them do you take anything from them uh do you do you watch them with the intent of saying like i can pull some fantasy relevance from this yeah i do i i attempt to i i think preseason as what they should be is meant to look at more of position battles than anywhere more than uh like offenses coming together like uh, uh like the last like last year like browns you really weren't looking at the offense to be full go in the preseason especially with all the receivers being out most of the most of the camp uh mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's stuff like that like i don't expect like the jets offense to be full go looking incredible not that they probably will look incredible at all during the year uh but i like for that i want to see what receivers run with the first team, how every receiver plays no matter what, uh, what receivers run with the second, because obviously like Denzel Mims has been running with third team a lot. That's shocking. But in <laughs> uh, yeah. a lot of teams are going to base a lot off this. We, we always see, I believe even last year, like one of the Browns games, they faced the Lions the next day, like the Lions – uh, traded for and signed one of the players the Browns used in that game because <laughs> yeah. they played so well and we didn't need them and they needed them. Uh, yeah. That always kind of happens. I expect to see that a lot with like wide receivers this year with some key injuries popping up, uh, possibly quarterbacks. Obviously, we talked about Eason in them earlier. Obviously, that's not going to be in this game, but uh, for preseason in general, just you got to see there's battles. That's the only thing you should really focus on. Yeah, um, I agree. I think that training camp notes and, and following the reporters right now is much, much more impactful and important than what is happening in preseason games because what we get is a vanilla version of offenses. Yeah. Um, and especially in this Hall of Fame game, like we talked about, this is a game that no one really wants to play in. Uh, they do it out of the respect for the Hall of Fame, of course, but uh, it, it's not – we're not going to be able to take much out of it unless Dallas does put their first team defense out there for a little bit. And then you can see kind of what multiple different looks they're going to run. But even then they're not going to show all that. It's, it's very vanilla in the preseason. So yeah, hundred percent. I mean, for this game, I like, I want to see how much Najee plays then every running back besides Najee. That's a battle for the secondary spot uh, because they will attempt to use the secondary running back slightly. Um, see, kind. I don't even. 
is Ebron even gonna play? Probably not. <laughs> no. I mean, maybe you know, like, Moose, but maybe even not him. Well, Friar Muth will probably play a little. That's what I was like. See the competition there. Um, maybe like uh, Highsmith, uh, for the Steelers defense. See him get a couple reps, or if he doesn't play at all, you could tell he's clearly stepped into that edge uh, two role technically uh, with yeah. TJ Watt. Stuff like that. Like that's. You gotta kind of see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it's more exciting to have football. That's let's be real. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll put it on. I'll I'll watch it. Yes. Um, because it's football, and and we have football every week. I saw a tweet. I don't know who it was. I'm sorry. Football every single week from now through the Super Bowl, if you include college, because there's the one week break in between preseason, but college football starts then, and so football yeah, is legitimately back. And it's this so is the last sunday without football up until february too so yeah it's it's here (laughs) it's here uh and with that in mind uh, we know that you guys are getting ready to draft your fantasy football teams and so we are going to walk through a mock draft right after we hear from our other sponsors Check out King Fantasy Sports' draft kit and get the advantage over your league mates this draft season. Do the right preparation and start your season off right. You'll get rankings, breakouts, busts, values, and sleepers. Have some funky settings? Learn how to make your own projections. Stop sitting on the sidelines and buy it now. Use our promo code THECUT to get an additional 10% off. We're talking $10 to get everything you need in your arsenal to not just compete, but dominate. Check out the link in the description of this podcast episode. Experience a new way to play daily fantasy sports and esports on Thrive Fantasy. Thrive's game concept revolves around player props, which are simple over-unders on player stats. There are contests for traditional sports including the NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, and Cricket, as well as esports titles including CSGO, Dota 2, League of Legends, and more coming soon. Here's how to play. Choose your lineup of over-unders for top-tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. Each prop has a fantasy point total based on how likely it is to hit. The more points the selection is worth, the riskier it is. Rack up the most points and win a share of the prize pool. Thrive has awarded over $2 million in cash, so come and prop up today. Use promo code the cut to get matching deposits up to fifty dollars with a minimum deposit of twenty dollars. Thank you to Thrive Fantasy. Shout out to Thrive Fantasy. Uh, love that freaking app. Still, still up some money. I know they're they're reaching out to more content creators. Uh, big fan, uh, honestly, a, a very big fan, and, and we're very excited to be uh, sponsored by them as well. But uh, it is now time to. Mock draft. We are doing a one quarterback PPR mock draft. Uh, while those ads were running, we realized we hadn't chosen picks yet. And so we just randomly chose Randy took the 112 because he's cocky and thinks that that's where he picks in all of his leagues because he wins. Um, <laughs> he's not wrong. Correct. Correct. Uh, he is correct. And I chose 1.7 because hmm, it sounded fun. I, I normally don't draft around this range. Um, and so, uh, a standard roster, we've got one quarterback, two wide receivers or two running backs, three wide receivers, and then three flexes. Uh, we don't draft defenses. I'm sorry. We'll, we'll talk more about defense as 
the preseason wears on. It's not something that you need to worry about. We'll probably have a, an episode where we dedicate some time to that. Um, and so, without further ado, Randy, you ready? You ready to get started? Yeah. All right. Pick for my rightful position. Let's do it. Oh, this is Tennessee fan draft. I like it. Look at that. Oh my lord. Yeah. See, like this stuff kind of happens sometimes. It does. Um. And so, man, my my computer is struggling, guys. All right. So Derek Henry, <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Tyreek Hill, Saquon Barkley came off the board. Um. That's 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 what you can expect. I mean, Saquon, I was hoping we'd be there at the one one oh seven. Um at this point though, I, you know, I I'm always at least anchor running back. I really like to get a top end guy. Um Jonathan Taylor is actually lower than Austin Eckler in my rankings, but if I do this uh every single time I'm gonna pick Austin Eckler because I think he's an incredible value. Uh, so instead of going Jonathan Taylor, I'm going to go with the, the really safe floor option in Nick Chubb. Fair. Um, okay. So everybody, I want it's gone tremendous as usual. Um, so after you, Jonathan Taylor, Zeke, Travis Kelsey, and DK Metcalf, the second receiver off the board, I'm going to take the rightful first receiver off the board at Devontae Adams. Uh, and then it is a snake draft, so I'm up again. Um, obviously, Aaron Jones' value has vaulted up since the return of Rodgers, uh, whereas Adams still, I don't think, has yet. But I'm not going back-to-back Packers. I'm going who you just talked about. I'm going Austin Eckler, a guy that has top five upside at RB, like, Four, five, six, seven, eight, ten. I mean, like RB ten. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, that's good value. Uh, so after you, Stefan Diggs, Aaron Jones, Joe Mixon, Najee Harris, uh, and then I am on the board. And so I am on the clock. I'm not on the board. If I was on the board, I wouldn't be here because I'd be at training camp. Um, you'd also be wait on the board. Um, that's not very nice. <laughs> It's not very wrong. Um, and so I haven't done this in a while. And so I, I want to I wanna try something new. And I want to take Darren Waller with my second pick. I'm, I'm going to go early tight end. Um, it's, it's a strategy that I've uh, become more in tune with. It, it's something that I think does work. Uh, so after Waller, Patrick Mahomes was the next pick. Then A.J. Brown, Antonio Gibson, DeAndre Hopkins, Justin Jefferson, J.K. Dobbins, Calvin Ridley, George Kittle, DeAndre Swift, Frick, uh, <laughs> Keenan Allen, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Michael Thomas. Uh, a little early, I, I don't think Sleeper has, has updated that just yet. Um, Michael Thomas should be down a bit. Yes, yes, he should. Uh, so now I'm looking at some of the running backs, and I think the wide receivers are probably better values here. I, I'm really high on Julio Jones. Uh, this year, Allen Robinson, Terry McLaurin, those are the three guys that I would look at. Uh, and so, uh, I think I'll take the, I'm going to take Terry McLaurin again, guys, I'm not going to draft based on my rankings every single time we do this because it'll get really redundant because I have guys that I'm definitely targeting that pick for me would have been Julio. So. All right. Um, speaking of, after your pick, Josh Jacobs, Julio Jones, Alan Robinson, Miles Sanders, 
Uh, obviously, starting with possibly a top wide receiver and possibly a top five running back, I don't really feel the need to draft a receiver here. I do feel the need to kind of try and finish up my running back starters of sorts. Um, I'm not going early quarterback, so the only consideration for me here would be Chris Carson, David Montgomery, and Kyle Pitts. Yes. Um, just because there's an upside chance there, I'm gonna go Chris Carson and David Montgomery, just to because it's 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 who I am. It's who I am as a person. <laughs> this is what the team always looks like. <laughs> very true. All right. So after you, uh, Mike Evans, Kyler Murray, Amari Cooper, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Oh, I will quickly. Chris Carson, when healthy, is a back end RB one every single week. Uh, Dave Montgomery was a top end running back. I don't care if he did it against bad defenses. We would be killing him if he sucked against bad defenses. Shut the fuck up. It, you're getting him hit like RB 1920. That's value. Yeah. <laughs> Is he going to be a RB five? No. Can it be RB 12? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very true. All right. Uh, I chose CD lamb. I, I think very highly That's of CD lamb and he is honestly been, I would say the most impressive guy in training camp this, this off season thus far. He's been making insane catches day in and day out after my pick Kyle Pitts, Josh Allen, Robert Woods, Daryl Henderson, Chris Godwin, Mark Andrews, Travis Etienne, DJ Moore, Adam Thielen, Cooper Cup, Kareem Hunt, Jamar Chase. Um, I was really, really banking on Kareem Hunt being there. That was <laughs> really question. Do you recall where Henderson finished uh, in our consensus after the entry? As a an RB2. RB2. 23 or 24. That's probably right in line, like the fourth fit. I don't, I don't know how many RBs have been taken yet, right? Now, but yeah, it seems about right. I'm gonna go a little bit of a. I'm going full on anchor. Anchor, yeah. Anchor back, uh, because there's I I like Javante here, but here's the thing: that's super risky for a fifth round pick here. Um, when I would definitely rely on that person. You know I what I'm be- saying? Yeah, I believe we talked about this last episode or the one before where. Javante in the sixth and seventh was that's our guy. Javante in the fifth, it's like, yeah, <laughs> he's <Yeah>. good. <laughs> he is. Uh, okay, so now I'm looking at quite the board here. Uh, I I don't have interest in Galladay. I do have interest in Tyler Lockett. I think Tyler Lockett has been slept on quite a bit. Uh, if you look back two years previous, uh, prior to last year. He is a more consistent player. Uh, I know it's been a couple of years. I think 2018 was his last year where he was like just consistent across the board. So I do have some interest in that. I think Brandon Ayuk could be the ultimate upside play here because I think if he establishes himself as the wide receiver one, which he has and will, um, then I, I, you win. You, you win a lot of things because you took him in the fifth. But I'm also intrigued by TJ Hawkinson and doubling up a tight end. I know it's not a tight end premium, but like it's uh, not. So it is a risky option. It, it is. Uh, but here's the thing. So when you draft Darren Waller, you're drafting a wide receiver. He yeah, he produces at wide receiver one levels, and then you have a flex option that's really, really safe in Hawkinson, in my opinion. But do you want the flex option that's really, really safe, or do you want the flex option that can, you know, win you a week. 
yeah, that's why I'm not drafting them, dude. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> I, 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 I'm I want you to say his name. That's <laughs> uh, I would have picked you, piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take Brandon Ayuk. Uh, this also goes against my rankings. Again, uh, this pick probably yeah, for me. I have to say that every pick. <laughs> I know. It, it won't let me pick. Why is it not letting me? Uh you picked on my screen, so it's fine. Also, good shout to T. Higgins and Chase Claypool there. I think you're probably gonna end up with one of them, maybe. Uh, fuck no, no. Deontay uh, fell to you. Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah. Um. So after your pick of Ayuk, Miles Gaskin, Justin Herbert, Mike Davis, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott is there, and that gives me an elite quarterback. In my opinion, a top five quarterback. Um, but with the the shoulder injury, I think he deserves to go around later now than five. I think six or seven. Um, yeah. Just just for now, just drafting right now, I think I'd I'd want him around later. So I'm gonna pass. Um, I could go super balanced and go either Lockett or Deontay Johnson or both to, to really balance off the team. Like I said, but I'm just going to pick one and I'm going to pick, I, I got to stick with the Toledo boy. Uh, I, I stayed up last night playing Fortnite. Like it was 2016 with a bunch of friends, one, including the former Toledo player that played with Deontay. And it's the reason I was on Deontay very early. Uh, yeah. So I got to respect to Zach and go <laughs> Deontay here. Uh, and then I'll follow it up with Javante Williams. Because running backs, this it's all I do, guys. It's all I do. <laughs> oh heck yes. Okay. Good stuff. Um so after Javante, Tyler Lockett went, Kenny Galladay, James Robinson, Odell Beckham. Uh, I started to get really nervous there. There are still a couple of running backs that I want, but I definitely assume that some will go in this area here, uh, from the yeah. six seven to the seven six. And so I had to go I, I have to go running back here if I want to you know, not suck. Uh, and the goal is to not suck. And so uh, I know, I know Melvin Gordon, people are kind of correcting themselves and Melvin Gordon has become a value. Even if I think Javante takes over a, a good share of that work fairly early. Uh, but I like Chase Edmonds, especially in PPR formats. It, it's uh, Naeem Hines light, except there's a chance that he's enhanced Naeem Hines. Uh, and so that's going to be my RB2, and I'm really, really hoping that my RB3 gets back to me here, and he did. Sweet. Uh, so after me, Devontae Smith, Noah Fant, TJ Hawkinson, Dak Prescott, T. Higgins, Raheem Mostert, Melvin Gordon, Juju Smith-Schuster, DJ Chark, Cortland Sutton, Leonard Fournette, Robbie Anderson at the 7-6. And so now I, I'm feeling really good uh, about... Ooh, I didn't know David Johnson was down there. Um, I'm feeling really good about my team right now. Uh, I think I'm able to go with a, a what I think is a safer option. I know most people still don't believe this. I'm starting to come up on him again. It's a guy that I vouched for a ton last year. Uh, I think David Johnson's a really good pick here, but I'm taking Ronald Jones. And the reason I'm taking Ronald Jones is because Gio Bernard is the thing. I don't believe Leonard Fournette is. I really don't. Um, I, I can't. One of the four is getting cut or traded. I think it's Fournette. It probably, I think it's Fournette. It could be. 
could be. I, and he just won so, before Ronald Jones. That's absurd to me. That should not happen. That's crazy. I don't know, man. It's close for me. Um, so after you, uh, the guy I thought you would take, Chase Claypool, Jalen Waddle, Jerry Judy, Mike Gesicki. I don't have a tight end. I don't have a quarterback. I don't hate that. Um, that's normal. That's, that's normal. normal. That's normal. <laughs> Rodgers has kind of stared me in the face. I think he comes back with a vengeance this year. However, fuck that. <laughs> so I'm going to go back to the pool. I... Dude, you're not going to stack Devontae Adams. It's it's tough. But I'm not a guy that, that needs the stacks. So I, I really could give two shits. Because you're so good. Yeah, exactly. I could just pick everyone and be <laughs> awesome. Um, so I'm going to pick Brandon Cooks, who... You bitch. Me and you were on this train that there's just no way Cooks isn't at least a solid wide receiver too. Even yeah. if it's back end, that's still a solid wide receiver too. It's probably closer to top end. So I'm going to take yeah. him, and I'm probably going to take my last running back. I'm going to go upside, and that's going to be Trey Sermon. Uh, just back to back. Yeah. I just won't stop with the running backs. But my stable is ridiculous, and I still have great running uh, wide receivers, top three. You do. Yeah, you have a, a solid stable. So uh, This is a Randy team right here. This is classic. It is. Uh, James Conner, Kenyon Drake, Debo Samuel, Dallas Goddard come off the board. Um, I know I've gone pretty running back heavy here, but, I mean, <laughs> I'm looking at – some of these options, I kind of like some of the running back options still. I probably could have waited on the Ronald Jones and taken Chase Claypool like you thought I was going to. Kind of sad it didn't. Uh, he'll be here. He'll be here. Don't ever say that in drafts, folks. We're yeah, just our take Thursday episode. Our just Thursday episode is <laughs> fantasy tips and tricks, and that's going to be one of the things I talk about. Is don't say, "Oh, he'll be here next pick." He won't be, and I'm going to risk it here. I think he will be. Um, there's, there's, there's uh, a fine line between knowing ADP and knowing your league mates. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to take the risk here and I'm going to take David Johnson. Why would I take David Johnson over Michael Carter? You say, because I have more faith that David Johnson is going to get a lot of work. I, I really do. I, I do like Michael Carter for what he is. Uh, he's ranked substantially lower in my rankings than David Johnson. Uh, after me, Jarvis Landry, Marquise Brown, Aaron Rodgers, Michael Carter, Trevor Lawrence, Jalen Hurts. Man, this sucks. Uh, just for clarification, you better keep that fucking energy after you just willy-nilly did a trade in a co-league that I disagree with. <laughs> and but, you took Ronald Jones over Michael Carter. You better mm-hmm. keep that energy forever. I don't want to hear you ever praise Michael Carter. <laughs> I'm staying strong. I'll, I'll tell you off air uh, something about Michael Carter too, but I can't. I can't release it here. It's it's top secret. Uh, sorry, folks That's... that are listening. That's mean. I'll tell you guys later. Uh, Lavisca Chenault, Damian Harris, Gronk, Logan Thomas, Joe Burrow, Matt Stafford. Um, man, I feel like I can wait on quarterback still because. Uh, I mean, Ryan Tannehill probably won't make it back to me. Tom Brady probably won't make it back to me, but I'm still sitting at Deshaun Watson, Justin Fields. If I go get Justin Fields, I can scoop up a quarterback in the 16th round and still be fine. 
Uh, you're still going to be able to do that. Ninth round is a little early for quarterback for me anyway. Uh, and so I'm going to go back over to the wide receivers. Yeah, and I am shocked. going to go get my guy, Mr. Mike Williams. I'm going to... Oh, shocked, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you think I was taking? I thought you were taking Will Fuller. Okay, so I I would, uh, but I think if you don't take him, I think he comes back because of the suspension. I think he's going to get faded in redraft leagues a little bit. Also, uh, after your pick, Tom Brady, Zach Moss, Ryan Tannehill, Irv Smith, just two teams getting their second quarterback already. Probably wouldn't happen uh, in a smart league, so kind of pissed because yeah, but... I thought one of them would get to be. Um, <laughs> So I'm gonna take uh, Robert Tunyon. Get the get the second best option in Green Bay, in my opinion. Um, it, it, dude's just gonna kill it. Easy tight end one for me. I needed a tight end. It's just done with them. Um, and then I could go upside of Watson, or I could just pass that. Eh. Pass. I'd pass. I'm going to pass. I'm going to take the upside, actually, of... Ooh. I almost spoke too soon. But, who? Okay. Bye weeks, bye weeks, bye weeks, bye weeks, bye weeks. Who would I actually pick here? I would pick Will Fuller. Fuck it. You know, yeah. if he if he can do that again on this team, he's easy wide receiver, too. And I'm going to be swimming in gold. That's a good pick, sir. Uh, very good. Uh, Corey Davis, Rashad Bateman, Curtis Samuel, Michael Pittman off the board immediately following. Um, and so now I'm looking at running backs of Devin Singletary, A.J. Dillon, Naheem Hines, uh, probably Kenneth Gainwell in that group as well. Um, then wide receivers, Tyler Boyd, Antonio Brown, Michael Gallup, Darnell Mooney, Elijah Moore, Henry Ruggs, Cole Hardman, Devontae Parker. But the guy I'm picking was not in that list. I'm going to just go ahead and take Rondale Moore. Uh, and the reason I'm taking Rondell Moore where I did uh, is because I think this is, yeah, we're seeing it, uh, a, a nice long run of wide receivers, and I didn't think that Rondell would make it. Rondell is my wide receiver, wide receiver two of the rookies just for 2021. Uh, I, I, I know the hype is there for A.J. Green, but that's only going to enhance the offense, and Rondell is going to get his touches. So I snagged him, and I think he would have been gone. Uh, Elijah Moore, Antonio Brown, Devin Singletary, A.J. Dillon, Deshaun Watson, Tyler Boyd, Tyler Higby, Michael Gallup, Hunter Henry, Matt Ryan, Tony Pollard, Naeem Hines. I'm on the clock again. Probably could have waited on Rondale, but it's okay uh, because get your guys. I just talked about that. Um, it might be time for a quarterback. It, it might. Um, yeah, it was probably time just, for a quarterback. Just a little take them. I'm going to take Justin Fields. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we know who I am by now. Uh, Justin Fields going to be a borderline QB one once he starts playing. Okay. I do think almost every team has two quarterbacks already. So this is 100% a home league draft. Uh, and I hate you. I hate you yeah. in every fiber of your being. You are terrible <laughs> at drafting and you should not have played fantasy football. Um... <laughs> People love their second second quarterback, dude. It's yeah, never fuck fails. that noise. Um, Thanks. Jesus. So, like, Kirk Cousins is a good pick here, in my opinion. But with all these teams taking two quarterbacks, you have to take whatever value they've left you. 
because they fucked up and left you value somewhere. So searching. <laughs> searching for that value. Searching for said value. <laughs> it's not there, man. The board's pretty uh pretty bleak. I don't know where all the good players went. To my team. Um <laughs> fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong though. Uh, I'm so cocky at all times. <laughs> um, what's, good God. I have a problem. Um, Jesus Christ, dude. Um, do I want him or him? Okay, so we're we're just going to take... We're going to take Evan Ingram. Okay. Um, I know I, it's a guy that should be a tight end one every year. And he's been disappointing. But instead of waiting and taking a split tight end like Johnny Smith or waiting and taking the upside of Trotman later or the upside of Everett, I'm just getting the guy now. It's just one of those picks for me. It just is. Um, Fair. And I'm going to top that off with another kind of my guy, I think, here. So running back. No. No. <laughs> um yeah probably um, uh i'm gonna go jamal williams you're right pretty sad about that one um yeah. that's okay I, I still have a guy i like uh okay so after you mccall hardman Devonte parker kirk cousins ty hilton i'm gonna wait on quarterback i know i took justin fields i don't expect that he will start week one um he did look good in, in practice today in camp, uh, but I still don't expect that. But I can wait a long time in looking at the quarterbacks that are on the board. And so in uh, looking at one guy that I think um, – I don't want to say too much about it to spoil my article. I'm just going to go ahead and take Kenneth Gainwell. Uh, and I'll talk about that at a later date. But – Good value here. I, I think he's going to be involved in a committee and a, a very run-heavy offense in Philadelphia. Uh, after me, Zach Ertz, Marvin Jones, Nelson Aguilar, Trey Lance, Johnny Smith, J.D. McKissick, Amon Ross St. Brown, Philip Lindsay, Cole Beasley, Russell Gage, Austin Hooper, Latavius Murray. Wow. Um, okay, so I'm going to look at wide receiver. And I'm going to take Traquan Smith. Uh, I'm going to take the wide receiver one for the New Orleans Saints uh, for the time being and probably for quite a few weeks. Uh, that's going to be a good value pick. He probably wouldn't have gotten back to me because Randy's probably going to take uh, Jacoby Myers here, and he would have taken Jacoby Myers and Traquan Smith with his two picks. Am I right? You're close. Uh, <laughs> and probably actually right in the long run. But because yeah. you did that, I'm going to take Paris Campbell. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I that so, <laughs> of course, because I was hoping that you wouldn't <laughs> take Paris. I can get him. I was getting turn. two of the three, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, I knew that was gonna happen. Uh, so, it, after me, Gerald Everett, Chuba Hubbard, uh, Troutman, Madison. Then you took Campbell, Myers, and then three Cohen for some reason. Yeah, don't don't draft them probably. Uh, Tevin Coleman, Jared Cook, Gabe Davis. I have three more picks. I think it might be time to get that that starting quarterback. And that starting quarterback, oh, uh, no, I'm waiting because there are quite a few guys that hmm. 
I would be okay having. It's almost uh, like you noticed what I noticed. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a couple. That, that's not only that there's a lot of quarterbacks left, but all but one team in this league has two quarterbacks, I believe, besides us. Yeah. <laughs> that that's the thing. Not a lot more to go. <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing with, with single quarterback leagues, guys. Uh, 10th and 11th, like if you want to get a guy, you can. I have won, I won a league where I waited until the very last round to draft a quarterback, and that quarterback ended up being my starter for the entire season. It can happen. I wouldn't say it's likely, uh, but it, it is a strategy that I have won with. Uh, I don't I don't know who to pick here, though. So uh, I think uh, I might go get a second tight end. Um, fair. I, really, I was about to help you. Why the fuck am I helping you? Anyone... <laughs> Because we're not going to play these real games. And so... But I like to win. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. The running backs here, pretty pretty gross. Um, Sonny Michelle is a decent pick, assuming that like there's a chance that he does get cut, or there's a chance that he just outright wins the job over Damian. I don't think that happens. Gio Bernard, really good PPR option here. Can wait on him. Don't need to draft him here. Uh Terrace Marshall's a good shot. Jamison Crowder, uh, Sterling Shepard. I don't love any of these names. AJ Green with the hype. I could understand why I would pick that. I'm not going to because I'm I'm anti AJ Green uh, for now. Um, Brian Edwards is another shot. He's not going to get drafted in normal redraft one quarterback leagues though, so don't need to draft him here. Ugh. Who is Davis Coppenhaver? Jesus. Um, How far did you scroll? I scrolled too far. I scrolled too far. Uh, here, man, do I stack Komet? Yeah, fuck it. I don't have high hopes for Komet this year. Uh, I probably should have taken Ferkser, but I'm going to go with a stack just for fun. Yeah, that's not who I was thinking of, but, you know, whatever. Who, who would you have selected now that I've already messed uh, up? Probably, you know, like Jarwin. Yeah, so I would have taken Jarwin, but I'm I'm starting to get a little nervous, man. Dalton Schultz has been balling. Um, it's your Christian second tight end, though. No, I know. But see, my 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 thought process here is that Cole Komet could be more than what I think he is. Uh, which, man, Cole Komet best tight end in last year's class. When I when I look back at how I graded tight ends, not not great still. Uh, I, I think he's good. I don't think he's really even close to Friermuth or, or Pitts. But uh, Javian Hawkins, Jalen Rager, Darrington Evans, Terrace Marshall, Devontae Booker, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Christian Kirk, Rashad Penny, James Crowder, Lev Bell, James White, Sonny Michelle. <sighs> All right, here you're gonna you're gonna probably take a quarterback, um, but I don't care. Um, there's still a couple guys that I like. <laughs> I just love that we're in the 15th round, and I'm going to get – I'm not even talking. We'll wait until I get there. <laughs> I'm not going to take I know who you're going to get. I know who you're going to get. Uh, oh, oh my – okay, maybe I didn't see everything that I needed to see. I, yeah, I'm not taking a freaking quarterback here. Uh, <laughs> that's absurd. Right? right? <laughs> um, sorry, folks. I am debating between everyone because I don't love this. What I'm just going to do is I'm going to go get my insurance on Ronald Jones sucking. Um, 
not going to happen. Rojo is awesome, and I'm going to take Geo and go from there. Cool. I don't love my team. I will be very honest. This is a shitty spot to draft in, and I don't, I don't like it. So, fair. Um. So here's the thing: the what what Christian was trying to say without saying it. Quarterbacks left right here in the fifteenth round after every team, besides me and him, have two quarterbacks. Carson Wentz, two attack of all the whole. Daniel Jones, Zach Wilson, never going to lose his job. Just want to point that out. Derek Carr, <laughs> Jameis Winston, who could be electric. Ben Roethlisberger could be electric. Darnold, not going to lose a job, could be electric. Cam Newton could run in 12 touchdowns. <laughs> no. I mean, Jared Goff, not losing the fucking job. <laughs> yep. Jimmy, I mean, Jimmy G will lose the job, but not immediately, probably, right? Yeah, so. it, you could use him for the three weeks that Fields isn't starting. I mean, like... The QBs here are ridiculous. My team is stupid. I have to take a quarterback here. One of these two spots. I am going. Derek Carr. Yeah, I have to. Just for the pride. Uh, Tua is bowling now. 100% agree. Fuck. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Don't care. I I just don't care. I would have taken Cam for what it's worth. I get. I don't blame you. And, and again, with all those quarterbacks left and all these teams having two quarterbacks, I don't need to draft a second quarterback. I could pick one up. It's only one week. Who the fuck do I care? Yeah. So my wide receivers, I think, are set. At this pick here, it has to be a high upside guy that you know week one, week two. Need to know if he hits, no matter what. And in fairness, so is Paris Campbell and Jacoby Myers, in my opinion. So yeah. in that regard, I have six running backs, six receivers. I'm balanced as fuck. So yeah. I could pick anything here. I think picking one of the Lions receivers is a smart call. However, I'm the greediest running back person you'll ever meet. Uh, so I'm finding a running back I like that has a chance to win the job. Guess who that is? Ty fucking Johnson. Shock to the world. <laughs> <laughs> We're picking another running back and a guy that could win the job. By skill, injury, or dumb luck. Don't care. He could lose a job and he's cut first week. Don't give a shit. Yeah. And I'm going to round out my draft. Uh, after Mark Ingram, for some reason, Elijah Mitchell, for some reason, Pat Fryermuth, rookie tight end in the 16th. Mm, don't love it. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, for some reason. Don't get these picks. There's more things that you can do with these picks. But I took Cam Newton to round out my team. Uh, the the draft finished. Boston Scott, Daryl Williams, uh, right? No, Damian Williams, Damian Williams, uh, Wayne Gallman, Jarek McKinnon, Joshua Kelly, Sterling Shepard. Which ironically is worse than Daryl Williams. <laughs> like, that's yeah. a worse pick than Daryl. Obviously, he yeah. went already, but. Yeah. All right. So, my team, uh, if you guys are watching, I feel not bad good for you. This is, you, you this is not a good team. This. You lost yeah. this by a, a metric dick ton. Like, yes, I did. <laughs> I, I really did. I made the mistake of going uh, anchor running back when I should have gone heavy running back. Uh, because I, I, I like my my top, like, okay, Justin Fields, Nick Chubb, love it. Chase Edmonds, I like it. He's a value in the sixth. Terry McLaurin, CeeDee Lamb, Brandon Ayuk, that's a, a solid uh, core of wide receivers, especially in this is a 12-team league. Like, that that's a good receiving core. Darren Waller, cheat code, like that. And then after that, real, real risky. Uh, Ronald Jones, who could, you know, have weeks where he doesn't even play. David Johnson, who could get cut. Mike Williams, 
I do like that. That's a nice fourth receiver. It is. And after that, just not great. Went really far downhill very, very quickly. I fell down the mountain. I am still tumbling down it. Uh, Rondale Moore, Kenneth Gainwell, Traquan Smith, Cole Komet, Gio Bernard, Cam Newton. It's not so, sexy. It's not as bad as I thought. It seems like you changed the draft to a rookie draft there at a point. It was weird. Um, Here's the thing. I could have waited on Rondale. I could have listen, probably waited on like Mike Williams as well, but we know no, each other too I, much. I was you taking probably Williams. Would. Yeah, and so that's... And, and that's another tip and trick. Not going to spoil the Thursday episode, but know your league mates as much as you can. Yeah. Um, or, Me, or start to pick up on their, their cues mid draft. I would say I think I'm in roughly two leagues, not with Christian. Like, yeah. we, we've been we friends a long time. We play, like, I, I have one home league that I'm not in him with. In another league, I tried to get him in, and they said we only need one sweaty fuck in this league. Uh, that's. Uh, that's it's fair. It's fair. Uh, so. All right, Randy, read your team, dude. Oh, yeah, it's solid as fuck. <laughs> Derek Carr in the 15th round, the last pick of it, by the way. That's uh, absurd. Austin Eckler, Chris Carson, Devontae Adams, Deontay Johnson, Brandon Cooks, Robert Tunyon, David Montgomery, Javante Williams, Trey Sermon, Will Fuller, Evan Ingram, Jamal Williams, Paris Campbell, Jacoby Myers, and Ty Johnson. Do you ever feel like you're just in a boxing match with no arms like what the fuck bro it just felt like body shots that's her body shots <laughs> yeah not great for my team i would lose a lot of games um i'm not sure just... i'd lose one um no <laughs> you i i will say like your trey sermon pick i get the upside nature of it um i'd probably go a different direction there i think there were some running backs on the board that i would have liked that's my so... one nitpick it's my one nitpick after Trey Sermon, James Conner, Kenyon Drake, Debo Samuel, Dallas Goddard, David Johnson, Jarvis Landry, Marquise Brown, Michael Carter, uh, uh, Damian Dan Harris. Well, I, and I took he, David. Uh, David Johnson. For me, Trey Sermon, by far the biggest upside pick of that entire group. Yeah, I, I can hear that. Zach Moss uh, went in the following round as well. So It's also I, I like my... It's also what my RB one, two, five, three, four, five. Yeah, debatably six behind Jamal. Yeah, especially absurd. for the first week or so. Yeah, I'm fine with yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. All right, we need to get out of here. I have to go read some articles. So, uh, yep. thank you guys for joining us. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast app, make sure you uh, click subscribe. Again, the coach approach is debuting this Wednesday. Um, if you're picking, okay, we're, sorry, we're in the conclusion, but we got a comment. If you're picking Trey Sermon, you're basically praying for a Hail Mary. Yeah, but that's what upside is, right? I mean, and I don't think Trey Sermon is. I don't think he's, I'm praying he's for running him. with the ones. So I don't, if, I don't think if it's picking a Hail Mary. Trey Sermon's a Hail Mary, I think that'd be like trying to get like a top five pick. It's a 49ers running back. I'm looking to get a, a RB2 if yeah. he takes, if he takes like 60% of the job, especially like, with your five. Meanwhile, yeah. I'm picking fucking Rondell Moore. Like, a, if Trey Sermon's an RB3 there, I'm fine. Yeah, that's fair. Um, all right, now we really have to go. Uh, so make sure you guys tune in to thecutffb.com. We've got a ton of divisional breakdowns coming out. Two came out today. That's what I'm about to go write. Uh, and so we're going to have a ton of different articles popping up here in the next couple of days. You're going to see the cut 
all over the place, especially, like I said, with Coach Approach debuting on Wednesday. That will be on the podcast feed, but they will be live at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time every Wednesday night from now until the end of time. Um, that's probably not true, but, you know, <laughs> we're shooting for the stars here. Uh, and Thursday we will be back, like I said, with fantasy tips and tricks. We'll probably incorporate some sort of strategy as well. But we will not go live. We will just be audio only for that. We might record the video and post it on the YouTube if you guys want to look at us. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know why you would. Uh, we're we're about to have so many live shows. There's no need for us to have two a week. We'll, we'll do one yeah. and, and have this one is, recorded. Yeah, this is fair. Uh, again, follow us on socials at FFB. Uh, lots coming your way. Randy, do you have anything to add before we bounce? Yes, sir. Alrighty, for Randy Hall, I am Christian Williams. We will talk to you guys later this week. Peace.